Hi, and good morning. Welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. Today, March 9th, is the second week of our magical manifesting month. And I'm real excited to share and talk about our guest in a few minutes. Only first, I'm going to do some housekeeping. So for those of you who are new to the podcast and have not been here before, let me introduce myself. I'm Ellie Molina. I am your hostess. And I'm an intuitive, psychic, author, consultant, educator, and the creator of the Kids Academy, a magical place where children and their adults learn to tap their inner magic while raising consciousness. And to learn more about Kids, head on over to my website, www.elliemolina, and look for Kids and download your free 16-page guide titled, What If? Six Ways to Help Your Child tap their inner magic. Then you can also head over to my online course, Make Magic Happen, and check out psychic development for yourself, adults, and children. And so today, I just want to run through some very exciting astrological aspects, as I have declared March Magical Manifestation Month. So today we've got Mercury entering Pisces. And again, depending on where this is located in your personal astrological chart, that will make you particularly chatty or dreamy in that house. And then we've got a great conjunction happening on the 12th, where Sun and the Sun and the Neptune move into position. And so this is going to be a great day for you to go take care of something professionally. And then on the 13th, uh, we set our clocks back, right? We've got this daylight savings time that starts And you also want to really spend, well, my suggestion is this is an ideal day to go do something highly creative. If you're writing a book, this is a great day to start writing. If you're drawing something, anything that you're creating, great day to work it. And then we'll talk about the rest of the week next week on the podcast. So without spending much more time talking about astrology, I would love to welcome our guest today, Caroline Willman, and let me just get her on, and then I'm going to to have Caroline speak also after I introduce her. Caroline, uh, you are there. Can you hear me? And if yes, can you unmute yourself so that we can say hello to the audience? Okie dokie. All right. Uh, I see Carolyn and I will, here she is. There we go. Okay. There we go. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Thank good you. morning. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I want to introduce you first. Okay. Cause I am so honored and so happy to have you here. And Carolyn William, Wilman, I'm sorry, AKA Idea Majesty is a digital marketer that works with companies to create and viral market winning promotions and programs. Um, And her efforts as a marketing expert landed her on the cover of Marketing Magazine, and she was named by Moore Magazine as one of Canada's top 40, over 40, and featured in high stakes 
Sweepers, a pilot for TLC. Ms. Wilman is also the author of two best-selling books on finding, organizing, entering, and winning sweepstakes, along with re-releasing Helene's Hadsell's first book, The Name It and Claim It Game. Uh, Carolyn resides in Ottawa, and her purpose in life is to teach others how to have more fun and embrace the grand adventure we call life. So hi, Carolyn. I am stoked to have you here, and I've got so many questions. But first, thank you, thank you, thank you for being with us today. Oh, I'm so happy to be here because I love sharing how to have more fun in life. Awesome. And, and I can't wait for you to start sharing how people that are listening to this podcast can start winning on contests that they may think like no longer exist. So I do have a couple of questions. I'm going to be doing something of like a circle. So I want to begin with you and I'm going to ask you some questions and then I'm going to circle into Helene Hadsell and I've got some questions about her. And then, because she's the woman, by the way, anyone listening to this, who has won, who's known to have won every contest she ever entered. And then we're going to circle back to you. All right. So, um, yay. <laughs> so my first question, my first question is when you, like, when did you get started in this work and what had you get started? If that's, you know, can you share about that? I, th I think everybody has a winning story. And mine was, I've always liked, you know, winning stuff. I remember the kids games at, you know, Christmas parties and I'd always win the prize. I was always so excited to do that. And then I remember being, I'm totally dating myself here, standing in the kitchen on a rotary dial phone, trying to uh, call into the radio station to win tickets. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then, so I, I knew you could win. I always knew that. But mm -hmm. it didn't become a daily hobby until I found myself unemployed. I got caught in the dot-com crunch. I'd always worked in the IT industry and the marketing department. And then I found myself unemployed and I was reading, I was lying in bed reading a Reader's Digest about a couple who entered um, contests and sweepstakes as a hobby to enhance their lifestyle. Because trust me, you can't earn your living winning. I have tried, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but it sure can enhance it, um, mm -hmm. you know, because it, 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 and you can win things that money uh, can't buy, like I meant Sting and Michael Buble so but you know date night I mean one year I think I won concert tickets to something every month for a year and so George and I would go out on dates that wouldn't you know we'd still pay for dinner or buy drinks here and there pay for parking but the concert tickets themselves were covered and then sometimes I would win something at the concert because a lot of the summer concert series would have you know uh giveaways at the promotion so I'll win off a win but it's mm -hmm. really fun to to add these things into your to your everyday life so I was lying there thinking oh I don't have to work I'll just win stuff <laughs> I love it <laughs> such, an old, such a dreamer right and so I started and I because I had a marketing background mm -hmm. and a technical background I applied that to the hobby and I got really good at winning and I made every mistake under the book. People say to me, how do you know how to teach all this stuff? Well, because I made every mistake you possibly can. And now I tell you what not to do. 
Oh, yeah. And you also right. wrote the first, yeah, you also wrote the first in um, first book, right, on contest resources in Canada, right? You can't win if you don't enter, right? Wasn't that? Yeah, it was- so it's Canada. Mm-hmm. So I started with my intention, after going on a winning streak, people started asking me how I was doing it. And it got to the point where I thought I should write a book. Mm-hmm. So I started doing research, as any good author should, um, based on your subject. And I, one person said to me, well, why would you give away all your secrets? And I, mm-hmm. well, that's a very good question. So mm-hmm. I was driving to a girlfriend's house to have coffee and discuss this. And I passed a church and on the service announcement board, it said, you can't lose helping others win. And I thought, oh, oh my God. a sign for me. Like, I, I just God, got Please give chills. me a sign. I, I had a literal sign from God. And I'm so mad because this was before cell phones had cameras and stuff so I never got a picture of it I'm kicking myself that I didn't but um that I'll never forget the instantaneous knowing of yeah just that's your path just keep going I don't know what all the path entails I just have the few breadcrumbs to go this way and I'm gonna go that down this road and so I started writing the book and I discovered that there was a few differences between Canada and the United States and I didn't know how to Um, correlate them so I wrote a Canadian edition and then I published an American edition Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I had you know I had one of each and then several years later because I got so good at it I understood how to mishmash everything together and then my Mm -hmm. second edition because social media had really taken off I had to update the book for that Um, Mm -hmm. I mashed them together and came out with one second edition for both of them together because I understood Ah, it Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. I found you. So I'm going to go a little, I'm going to do a little circle many. And of <laughs> course I'm date, I'm dating myself. I'm a Silva mind graduate. And I, I learned about Jose Silva back in the seventies when I started doing the Silva mind method and wow, did it work? Okay. I mean, I was on a I was on a roll over there, you know, oh, I want to, I want that manifest it, mirror of the mind, do this, do this, do this. And so I was a really big Jose Silva fan. And for then, and I heard about Helene Hadsell, but it, it, she never, you know, contests and winning. It just, you know, it wasn't in my, um, you know what? It wasn't in my neuronet. It wasn't in my life. It wasn't something I was interested in. And so I never really paid much attention to her until recently a few I don't know exactly how it happened a few months ago uh, I saw a YouTube you know what I saw a YouTube video with you mm-hmm. interviewing Helene and then I watched the entire thing and that like really sparked my interest and piqued my curiosity then of course I saw the one with vision um, from Mind Valley and mm-hmm. but I want to go now and talk to you about how you got to Helene and what that was like. Cause that, that, that was magical. That was absolutely magical. Well, it's kind of funny because if you're in the sweepstakes world, like as a hobby, everybody in that realm knows Helene because she won every prize she desired. So, you know, if you want to win prizes, you're, you know, want to know how she did it. And so I had read her book and then I had a podcast before it was Vogue back in Mm -hmm. 2008. Mm -hmm. 
I, mm-hmm. it petered out a couple of years later when um, my life took a, a left turn. But um, I had I had invited her to be on the show. So she was on the show and off air. I asked her if I could come visit her. I was really cheeky. She said mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. And I went, okay. And then three days later, she phones me back and said, your guides are so loud. You better come visit. Oh, my God. And I started <laughs> laughing because I thought, well, of course, my, I'm loud in life. Why wouldn't my guides be loud? Oh, my God. Oh, and, oh and my God. That's something she doesn't talk about in the name it and claim it game um, mm-hmm. is that she, she does a little bit, but she goes into it further in her second book in contact with other realms because she wrote contesting the name it and claim it game because you have to remember her first edition came out in 71 they didn't talk about the woo-woo stuff we talk about now right right like Mm -hmm. it was not Mm -hmm. that that's like 50 we forget that's 50 years ago that's a whole nother i know i know so she knew that to get people it's kind of i i also have this because i also have a law of attracting chapter in my sweepstakes book she knew she had to wrap those messages around something people would digest Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so if you could teach people how to manifest prizes they can manifest anything in their life yeah 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 right and and go down more spiritual path so even in the the name it claim game she says her guides tell her you know this isn't the book you're supposed to write and she's like i know (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, I'll Um, get to it. I just need to, you know, spoon feed people this with a little bit of sugar first before they'll take the, the, the bigger stuff. So that's why in contact with other realms was her second book, even though mm -hmm. it was the one she was predestined to write, um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, first, but it it was the different, it was a totally different time. So she wrote, she wrote that book. So I asked her to, I asked if I'd come down and she said, okay. So I went down for four days. And I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. What what year was that? I was just about to say it's 2008. It was two years before she passed. Right, right, right. um, Boy, I wish I had some of the knowledge today that I had when I went down because I would be asking her totally different questions. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But again, you know, uh, 15 years makes a big difference. So Mm -hmm. um, I get down there and one of the things she says to me is you're going to have to teach maneuvers for wishcraft. This is why I think my guides were loud and got me down there because Mm. her, her original intention was to have her family take it over. But at that point she realized nobody in her family was interested in passing down her message. Oh, I'm getting, yeah. I, I, when I read and yes. Uh huh. And she knew intuitively that I could be the person because I had written books. I knew I understand the technology. I could do her work justice. I had the marketing background to bring it to the people. I have like, I have all these threads that tie together, literally tie together. Yeah. yeah so I yeah. said, okay. And then I sat on it because I went into a dark night and you know, that's when I got a divorce and I went bankrupt and my, like, my business virtually stopped. Like I, my podcast died and I didn't send out a newsletter. Like everything just kind of, Mm -hmm. and I even Mm -hmm. had my website hacked at one point. So I had my website was offline for months and months. It was just, Oh God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. The universe wanted me to stop for a little bit. 
Yeah, I was just going to say, it looks like you needed a big universe was telling you, I'm not going to interpret what the universe was saying, but it looked like reboot time, girl, time to <laughs> put you on a different path. All right, this is not what it's supposed to be. <laughs> right, uh, exactly. Uh -huh. I see it now, but it was not mm -hmm. fun in the, in the middle of it, right? <laughs> and they're usually not, right, Carolyn? They're usually right. not. Right, <laughs> so... Uh, I was, I was told the universe was uh, the, you know, my guides had to uh, shift me over wire by wire by wire, you know, like rewiring a computer so that the messages go through different. Mm -hmm. um, so in 2019, at the end, 2019, before our world shifted, I thought this is ridiculous. I got to do something with this. I have sat on this for a decade. I need to do something. Mm -hmm. So I luckily got a hold of her son, Dyke, and said, hey, um, I want to republish your mom's work. And he said yes. And he, apparently he had other people asking him the same thing, but he always said no. Wow. And then wow. I realized at his age, and I thought, if I don't buy the rights to this work, it's going to die with him. So I actually yeah. said that to him, which is mm -hmm. a little bit, I felt a little bit harsh and scary for me to say, but I said it. And he said, you're mm -hmm. right. So I, I just... Um, I had like a legal contract written up and I bought the rights to all of her work from him so that I can modernize it, you know, put mm -hmm, it on mm -hmm, Amazon, mm -hmm, make it a Kindle mm -hmm, book, you know, mm -hmm. e-publish it, you know, format it in ways that people can get it today because those were inaccessible to her. Like she yeah, printed, yeah. she self-printed books. I have one copy of her third book, Confessions of an 83-Year-Old Sage, um, I don't know what printer she used, but they actually cut the book crooked. It's totally funny. I was looking at it one day going, this looks really odd. And then I realized it was cut on a slant. Right. A little wonky. I, yeah. I look, I don't know her. I just watched the videos. I've watched you. I've seen her, you know, on two of those injured, you know, on yours and on, on visions. And I think, were you before him or was he before, do you know how that went? Like I was before him. Oh, interesting. Because, interesting. <clears throat> They talked to me. I actually talked to him before they were big. Right, right. When he was just beginning. Yeah, because I, I yeah, remember. Yeah, when he I was used just to... beginning. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so that, yeah, that was really cool that he, he did that with her. Yeah. And... I liked, you know, not that I want to compare, but I really found your interview with her much more um Oh, appealing. Put it like that. Does that make sense? Like you had. Well, a, it was a different angle. It was a, and, right. And, and also was he was a better yeah. interviewer because now I could do a good interview. I've been a <laughs> Toastmaster for 15 years, but I was terrible. People are, you should see the comments on my poor YouTube channel. You're interrupting her. I'm like, I know I suck, but it's the only way I can get the information out there. And they're like, but you cut her off a couple of times and she didn't say it. And I'm like, well, I can't fix it. She passed away. Like, you could, I'm doing just the take best off I those. can. Yeah, just take off but those what comments. What are you going to do? You know? <laughs> I know. Those are the things in life you go, oh, those. I wish I'd go fix that one. But yeah. um, it, it I, is I, what it is. I'm going to interrupt you now. I want to circle back. Okay, I am currently cool. reading Confessions of the 84-Year-Old Sage and, and that's why I, you can, as a reader, I totally get her quirkiness and how different she was and what a beautiful soul who didn't care about what other people thought. And 
I, I'm mesmerized by her right now. And she's become, you know, that's why we're talking. Because I really started to say this, this woman really had it going and was very confident during that time when the world was not ready for any of this work. And yet she kept at it and never stopped. And, and that persistence, of course, is so awesome. So um, I would like to ask you if you could share, if you feel comfortable sharing Helene's biggest, you know, she's not, um, she never hit it, her spec. Can you tell the listeners about spec? Yes. So in contesting the name it and claim it game, she has, she has a couple of different methods to manifest prizes. One is not as famous and that's at the beginning of the book. And it's a three-step program. And the first one is set a goal, very similar to spec. Mm-hmm. Two, which is important, which isn't part of spec, but it kind of is, is never entertain doubts. And the third one, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. <laughs> you can con yourself into anything. So oh my then God, she I has love spec, this. <laughs> right? So it's almost like a seven part thing, but spec is a nice um, acronym. Mm-hmm. For select it, which is the same as set a goal, project it, mm-hmm. which is basically visualization and putting your energy out to the universe. Expect it, which is, I think, where people, a lot of people trip up. Mm-hmm. They, they don't feel like they already have it, which yeah. um, some people find difficult, which is why. But she learned it from Jose Silva how to do that. Mm-hmm. And then collect it. Well, that's the easy part. You just go pick up the keys to your car or the prize gets delivered to your house or whatever it is. Oh, God, yeah. Um, she didn't doubt her. That was, you know, that was, a, a, if you want to look at it as a gift or a skill, that this woman really seemed to have managed what to do with doubt and basically how to work doubt. Mm-hmm. Yes, and one of the things she says is there's no failure, only a delay in results. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I think that's where one thing she didn't talk about, I think that also comes into divine timing. Because sometimes if you got something at a certain point in your life, it would fry your circuits. And yet if you get it later, depending on where you are, it will elevate you and help the whole. Yeah. Yeah. It'll make a difference for, for where you are. Yeah. I guess it's kind of like when I just, as you're saying that I'm speaking, I'm thinking to myself, what about the lottery winners who then get it and all of a sudden lose it all, you know, because of maybe it was poor timing, you know? Well, that's it. 73% of all lottery winners lose all their money within five years. 73%. Is that what you said? Yeah. Now I think it depends on the amount. I mean, if, mm-hmm. if I won 100000 in the lottery, that would disappear tomorrow because houses are extremely expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Right. You put it on your mortgage and it's gone, right? So mm-hmm. I didn't lose it. It's just gone. Um, right. But if I won, you know, $10 million, you know, after you buy the house and the vacations, you could easily see how the rest could be frittered away very quickly. Absolutely. Um, Mm-hmm. And, and also, you know, it, it, people put it through their, their archetypes, not to get off the topic, but there's, oh, um, you can get off the topic. That's you know, what if we you're do codependent <laughs> and you get pleasure from your self-esteem comes from people 
who admire you, you're going to start buying everybody a house and a car and a thing. And then mm -hmm. you don't have any money left because you're, yeah. you're buying all that stuff to get self-esteem. Mm -hmm. right. And then true, you're the true, one that true. ends up broke. And then yes. they tend to, to go away when the money runs dry because now they have no use for you. I know so we've seen that we've I mean, I've never seen it but I've, I've read it okay I haven't right so I, right. I have so you know that's how that happens but Helene had a good circle around her and she she had I love her husband where the he, this is where you can con yourself into anything when you don't when you feel that doubt this is where mm -hmm. the no doubt is he mm -hmm. um she was entering sweepstakes and she actually won a trip to a dude ranch and the kids were so excited they wanted to go and they had to fly. And she's like, mm, I don't think so. And so she forfeited the prize. The kids were devastated. Mm -hmm. And her husband's like, uh, do you not go to all those Jose Silva things? She's like, yeah. And he goes, mm, don't you think you can use it to, you know, like flying? And she was grumpy about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't you love it when somebody puts your stuff back at you? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. So she's like, ugh. So she used Jose's system to con herself, you know, into flying. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the first one she went on. So they re-entered the next year and they won another trip. So the kids were all excited and she, you know, white knuckled it the whole way. And the next time she won a trip, she opened her eyes. And I think the third time she decided she was willing to eat something on the plane. And so it got easier <laughs> and easier. She realized this isn't so bad, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then after that, she was able to fly all over the world for, um, for oh. her path. So she, she had to get over that fear. But so even she had her struggles, like people, we look at people like Alina and go, gosh, she's kind of superhuman because she manifested all these prizes. No, she was human. She was scared to fly and she had a car accident and, um, you know, different things happened to her that she said, okay, this is part of my, you know, crazy journey down here on in earth school and I'm going to play with it and it's going to help other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for sure it has helped the many people who are familiar with her work and her books. And, you know, it's such, I am so grateful to you for having purchased the rights and for republishing her books so that these books become available to so many people who are interested in learning more about manifesting. Because for me, it's, see, um, for me, manifesting is part of our human potential. And it's just that we haven't been taught how to use this. You know, we all know how to manifest, you know, good and bad. We're always manifesting every single day. And so, I'm just really grateful to you for, you know, republishing her books, getting her work out there, of course, and your work out there also to keep reminding people of the power that does exist within us and that we don't go to this space of doubt and negativity and woe is me and um, archetype of victim. So it's just, it's been a real blessing, really, all this work and what you're doing is it's, you know, it's divine and it's a mission. And so I kudos you, whatever the word is, okay? I yeah. commend you. Yeah, really. I think it's so awesome. So. But I think it's part of my life path. Like, for example, out of all the people, 
See, this is how I look at it. Of all the people Helene ever worked with or talked to, thousands and thousands over the decades, like I can't even, she mm -hmm. asked me to mm -hmm. do this. Mm -hmm. that's not an accident to me. Mm -hmm. That was part of, that's the reason my guides were so loud at her. Yeah, they're like, yeah. you need to get her down here. She needs to pick up the gauntlet because you're going to go and nobody will do it. And we have to keep this stuff out there. Yeah. yeah but I didn't. Yeah. And, and it sat for a while because I had to go through my own process so that I would be in a place to get her message out mm -hmm. properly. So that's why I think there was, there was a delay. Like we just talked about the divine timing, mm -hmm, you know, it's, mm -hmm. you know, I had, I had experience writing my own books first. So when I mm -hmm. was ready to do her stuff, it's much better. The technology's there now. It wasn't there. Um, yeah. In 2000, you know, and eight, like the, the difference in writing a book and publishing, self publishing it in 2008 when I met her and doing it now is like night and day. There's oh. tools available to me now that I didn't have then. So I, I really think there was a reason also the, the audience has changed. Yes. And there's more ways to reach people. I mean, yes. I'm on TikTok. I can only imagine Colleen says in her book, she says, I'm a bit of a show off. Mm -hmm. And I read that again, when I was doing some re-edits and I thought, oh my gosh, can you imagine Helene on YouTube or TikTok? <laughs> she would have had the channel. She would have been, I could totally see her. If that technology had been around when she was doing this stuff, man, she would be on TikTok. She would be on YouTube. She would have had like, I can totally yes. see her. And it would not be a pod. I'm telling you, she would not do the podcast because she would want she likes the video. I could already, I could see her mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. my mind's eye. Cause she, she, if she's a show off, you don't want to just do audio. You want the video. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and that aspect of her did come through um, the video there, this, you know, this, um, I don't want to call it theatrical, but that she was comfortable in front of the camera. Let's put it like right. that. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, I, I chuckled. I thought, I could just see her, oh my gosh, with her nice. cell phone out doing like, I don't know, whatever, <laughs> whatever trend is, you know, happening. <laughs> Eating it, just even talking about her cantaloupe and cottage cheese or something, right? Or the birds that are coming out and talking to her. Oh yeah. She, she would have done like a daily check-in. She would have done, like, I could totally yeah. see her doing that stuff. It yeah, would have been so cool. <laughs> it would have been fun. Yeah. yeah. She, she's a, she was a great lady. And, and we had fun. Like when I went down to visit her um, in Texas, oh my gosh, I love Texas. I could see why they wanted to live there. Um, Cause she's not originally from Texas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, so she ended up in Texas, gorgeous. She... Um, it, my brain just hiccuped. I thought it was uh, like I, Oklahoma? not Idaho. No. Oh, I Iowa, Oklahoma, Iowa. I... She was mm -hmm. from Iowa. So, um, yeah, so it's a big difference. There's a big, you know, she moved mm -hmm. and um it what a great what a great state to live in. She it, like they had a, a perfect spot and they were uh, where they ended up was across the lake. Her husband would go fish and 
it was, it was, so they had a, a great place for them, but we were driving around cause she wanted to go shopping. And at that mm-hmm. age she was, she was struggled. So her son would take her shopping. Um, cause she needed a walker at that point, you know, the human body's a bit fun sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we, we went around and I took her running around and then we saw mm-hmm. this, I'm like, what is frozen custard? We saw this sign that she's mm-hmm. like, Oh, it's like ice cream like oh my god I've never had it so instead of dinner <laughs> we had frozen custard and we sat in the car and we're just peeing ourselves laughing how we're eating ice cream instead of or custard mm-hmm. instead of dinner mm-hmm. it was so good mm. it was really funny she was fun I'm... like yeah her body aged but her mind didn't that's for sure she was 20 and like mm-hmm. she was a 21 wow. year old girl stuck in an 85 year old body oh my god <laughs> wow all right. I'm going to ask you a question. I made a note to myself. Can And then we'll circle back to your books. I want to talk about you now also. But can you share a little bit without giving away all the secrets about um, you can con yourself? Is there something that you can or at least tell us where we can get that or a little well, bit about that? That part is in the con, can, um, name it and claim it game. It's in the first well, okay. not the first chapter, the first section of Helene's part, because I added some things to make it um, easier for people to read. Mm-hmm. So in the first main chapter called the Name It and Claim It Game, that's where she says, never entertain doubts. And she says, this nullifies all good, strong, powerful, positive currents. Mm, okay. So powerful. you mm-hmm. just, you just believe that it's going to happen. So it, it the way I kin that to is if you and I went out for dinner and we look at the menu, right? So now we're selecting mm-hmm. our thing, the set a goal, right? We go, Oh, I'm going to have the antipasto for an appetizer and I'm going to have the fettuccine Alfredo. And then for dessert, I'll have the tiramisu and we'll order this bottle of wine. And we close our menus. We hand them to the waiter. Do we sit there and doubt for a second that that stuff's not going to arrive at the table? <laughs> no. no, no, not at all. We've mm-hmm. placed our order and then we get on with our conversation and then he shows up with the wine and we talk and then the, the, the appetizers show up and we still chat and then the main course comes and then, you know, they come with the desserts and we, oh, oh you know, let's add a coffee to that. And he comes with the coffees and, and the, we, not for one second do we doubt at any point any of that stuff will show up. It's true. It's absolutely true. And sometimes true. we have to change them in stream. Like they might come back and say, oh, I'm terribly sorry, madam. We have run out of the chicken. Um, what else, you know, the special of the evening, uh, what else would you like? Oh, and you're like, oh, okay, so I need to change a little bit. It's shifting, right? Because people think, oh, okay. And then he takes the order and he comes back with something else. And it's still wonderful. And it wasn't what we were expecting, which is yeah. how the universe works. Yeah. But people yeah. place an order with the universe. They're like, oh, I, I really want a relationship. Now, I'll give you an example. I did this on my vision board for years. I wanted, you know, a certain type of relationship. But guess what had to happen first? I had to get a divorce. <laughs> that was not going to be possible with the man I was with. Right? We were just right. not working in that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so the universe goes well, are you sure you really want that I go yes and they go okay yeah 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 mm-hmm. and people forget they're like but why is my life falling apart I wanted this great relationship they're like yeah that's the point 
You can't <laughs> yeah. have that with this. Yeah. If you want yeah. this type of relationship, we have to let him go. You need to rewire your archetypes. You know, the codependent, yep. she'll be mm -hmm. there, but she needs to take a back seat. Your mm -hmm. queen needs mm -hmm. to come forward. Mm -hmm. And then you can meet somebody and then it'll be better. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh. And, and it's okay to be a bit miserable sometimes. I, I think that's something that we have to do that I don't think is talked about enough is that when you're going through those hard bits as you're shifting, I cried so much during the whole process. It was miserable. Yeah. But I yeah. can't, I know it's going to sound a little icky, but it's pus coming out of a wound. You yeah. want it to come out. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to lean into it. I'm going to cry it out. And that way mm -hmm. it's going to be easier to heal because all this stuff is coming out of me. I'm not stuffing it down. That's a beautiful Akin analogy, Hay, <laughs> believe right? it or not. <laughs> yeah. This is where all it's these true. things tie together. Louise mm -hmm. Hay yes. taught us about how the emotions and Ill body illness tie together. Mm -hmm. So I, in my brain, I was thinking, I don't want that to happen. I'm going to cry it so it comes out. I don't want it to stay in my body. Right, right, right. So yeah, I was miserable for a while, but I'm like, all right, this is, I'm going to lean into it. I'm going to lean into the misery. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. the thing you said, um, we label it good or bad. Mm -hmm. We need to admonish those words because you might say, oh, getting a divorce, that was so bad. I needed the divorce to get to the relationship I have. So how yeah. is that bad? Right. Exactly. exactly. Right. Like mm -hmm. it, we label it good and bad. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Everything that the we do. The universe just wants us to have experience. Yay. Right. There's yeah, exactly. It's just, there is no, and, and that's very difficult for people, especially in the way our language is, you know, we have, Oh, I ate yes. that. It was bad for me. No, you ate that. And you know, you don't, you ate something. So again, it's, it's neutral until we give it the electric charge. We send it, you know, uh, yes. a, the, the pendulum to the good or to the bad, but it's really the new, you know, it's neutral. It's neutral until we get a hold of it. All right. But uh, it's, the whole thing is fascinating. I have some questions for you, if you don't. Some more questions. Sure. If you, <laughs> what are you oh, up to I, now? I love sharing this. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I no, talked that's over what, you. No, I talk over you, too. So that's part of what we do. It's like, okay, I know better, but knowing makes no difference, right? Uh, <laughs> Carolyn, <laughs> Carolyn what, are you, what are you doing? How can people reach you and you know, how can you be of assistance to them in helping manifest and creating their dreams? Well, I, I have two websites. So the one for, um, I, I knew this for a long time, but I finally did it, um, in 2020. And that was actually split my business into two. So contest queen, if you look up the contest queen, that's where I teach people how to find, organize, enter and win, which is ties into Helene's work the sweepstakes part of it and the manifesting. I say her book is a law of attraction book with some sweepstakes in it. And my book is a sweepstakes book with a bit of law of attraction in it. Okay. <laughs> or like the yin and yang. Yeah. And then I separated my sweepstakes marketing um, finally to a website called Idea Majesty. And that's where I list all her other books. I do know that at some point I need a third website for just all the books because um all of her work doesn't really, and the work that I'm doing doesn't always fit under the marketing moniker, but mm -hmm. 
but it took me six years to make that second website. So I thought, okay, I'm going to give myself a bit of a break. <laughs> and then at some point I'll separate all the books onto like an author website. That's just the mm-hmm. authory stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I will, I will do that at some point, but yeah, it's a lot of work creating, <laughs> creating a website and writing all the content. I have somebody to make it pretty, but I have to give them the words to put. Exactly. And I'm, so, you know, I've been, yeah, I'm, I'm stepping over your words. I've been reading your blogs. Okay. Just FYI. And they are so rich. So anybody who's listening to this podcast, get on. Uh, I suggest you get on Carolyn's newsletter and really benefit from her blogs and the advice that she gives and her teachings, really beautiful, wonderful stuff. There was, there's so much information, Carolyn, that it was like, okay, I got to go back. I don't have, I got to go back another day. I got to go back another day. So um, it just absolutely fascinating, a wealth of information for anybody who really wants to bring manifesting. Okay. So we, man, again, getting back, I'm tripping on my own words. We manifest every single day. We manifest all the time, but for anyone who wants to manifest intentionally, these are tools that are so helpful for people to have. So I'm going to strongly suggest get on Carolyn's website, get on her newsletters, get in contact, pick up some of these books and start manifesting intentionally. I think that's really the key to all of this. What do you think? Yeah, it's, I appreciate that. But that's the thing. This hobby is so vast. Like when Helene was entering, there was only in person. Like if you wandered around the grocery store, you might find what they call um, entry blanks, like on the shelf talkers, as they say in marketing. And then, or a ballot or an entry box at the front of the store for whatever promotion. They had the radio where you could call in Mm -hmm. and, and then they had mail-in promotions and that was it. Right. Right. That was all she had. And now the in-person has virtually disappeared. Right. The radio is now overlapping everything. So radio, you can listen for the cue to call in. But now a lot of radio stations are giving you a code or word to text in and then they call about somebody back. So it's texting now mm-hmm. or that you can go to the radio station's website and enter online. Like so radio now is three different ways to enter. Mm-hmm. And then then, of course, there's online, which is vast. There's the regular, you know, hey, just find an entry form, fill it out and submit it to um what they call advert games where you play, play a little game to get entries. And then there's social media is crazy. There's Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok are the big ones. There's the occasional Pinterest. Pinterest used to be big. Now it's kind of faded back. Mm. So those are the four. And then there's, yeah, like it's just keeps going, right? There's so many ways to enter. I have a question. It's just, yeah, it's, it's very vast. And so you have to kind of keep up, keep up with the changes. That's why I don't run out of things to write about. And I've been blogging since 2008 because, you know, people say to me, well, where do you see the hobby going? Well, I sure, sure, sure didn't see vertical video coming in as one of the entry methods. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) I I wouldn't have predicted Mm -hmm. that. Facebook just started Mm -hmm. in 2008, I believe. Am I right? I might have the year wrong. Yeah, 2008, 2009, yeah. And I got on 
Twitter a year after I should have, because I kept saying, eh, oh, there's a lot of giveaways on Twitter. And I finally, finally got on Twitter. And I realized, oh, mm-hmm. I'm a late adopter. I know this. I don't know why I keep kicking myself when I show up late to the game. Oh. <laughs> I was a year, a year late on TikTok. I was a year late on Twitter. I mean, like some people like are I not wait even... to see what people are doing before I like, all right. Look, some people are, I'm not even on TikTok, but I'm not going to TikTok, even though people keep telling me, go to TikTok, go to TikTok. I don't know. It's just something I'm not, nah, not for me. Maybe one day I'll change my Well, I did it. I did. I got on it when everybody did. And I saw the singing and dancing and I'm like, no. And then Mm -hmm. I started writing my next book. I'm doing an updated version of how to win cash cars, trips and more, because again, the whole hobby has changed since 2016. Mm Mm-hmm. So I need to come out with updated new stories, new resources, like resources have changed. Um, mm-hmm. I have new stories for people, new mm-hmm. techniques to enter have changed, like TikTok's new. Mm-hmm. And I realized, oh, I'm writing this book. And I thought, I can't teach what I don't know. That's true. Right? That's true. Yeah, So I absolutely. got on TikTok painfully learning how to use TikTok. And after about six months of playing with it and entering and figuring things out, I won my first TikTok contest. Oh, well, really? Very exciting. <laughs> yeah. I know, Congratulations. right? Congratulations. It was a good prize, too. It was a $1,000 Visa gift card. Oh, my God. Good for you. So it was good worth for the you. effort. Yeah. Because right? not Absolutely. as many people. See, that's one thing I teach is better odds. How many people are entering on TikTok versus the other platforms? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So wow. I spent the time and figured out, and you had to submit a video. So I had to learn the techniques. That's why one of the reasons it took some time because I was watching all these TikTok teachers and, mm-hmm. you know, I watched the videos and yeah, I'm scrolling, but I'm watching. Okay. How are they doing those different angles? Where's their lighting? Are they wow, using a wow. microphone? Mm-hmm. Um, how wow, are they yeah. adjusting clips? And I would play with videos. Like I would just try random videos and try some of the trends just to test it, just to see mm-hmm. how it would work, just yeah. to get my... And that's the thing. So I tell people when they're doing social media giveaways, um, post random crap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> play, play with it, right? Like learn. Yeah. So when you're doing Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, just post things, try things, write things, fig- figure it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that way, when a contest does come along that you want to enter, you know how to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you yeah. you've posted 50 videos playing with this one and that one mm-hmm, and figuring mm-hmm. so, it out and understanding how it works and it's a game that's the other thing helene said it's the name it's a game game so even yeah. if you're not entering a contest in that minute this is a game have fun with it yeah that's true too we we forget to have the you know the game of life lauren scovel shin no we forget that it's a game mm-hmm. yeah yeah i, I have had a question post on her vi- oh, sorry. I had somebody post on her video. They said, this is just a law of attraction to be packaged, but it's always repackaged. Florence mm-hmm. Shovel Shin was over a hundred years ago. Uh-huh. That's right. Neville Goddard mm-hmm. was just shy mm-hmm. of a hundred years ago. Yeah. And then uh-huh. Jose Silva was like 70 years ago because he was in the fifties. And then right. Helene Hatzel was 50 years ago. She was like, everybody's repackaged. And the secret came out in 2008. That's repackaged again. That's like, it's yep. always, it's the same That's stuff. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ask and you is. shall receive, right? <laughs> right. I think that was before, right? Wasn't that 2004? Oh, no. Was I was it? asking and just giving. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Bible. Okay. Oh, the Bible. <laughs> well, there you go. 
<laughs> like it's none of this is new. It's just no. how it's packaged and and um, presented. Exactly, exactly. I have a, one more question for you be, before we uh, get to closing. What do you think about the publishing clearinghouse sweepstakes? Any thoughts I tell on that? People, so here's something interesting. I tell people don't enter it because my I like to teach best odds sweepstakes. So I do best when I enter local giveaways from my city because there's going to be less people entering it than, say, a statewide promotion or a national promotion, mm -hmm. right? It's mm -hmm. not rocket science. It's a numbers game. Like in sales, that's how I used to equate it. Because the odds of winning the Publishers Clearinghouse sweepstakes are literally in the billions. It's I think it's 1.2 billion Ooh, to win it. Uh-huh. Wow, I don't know. And I'm just. I think mm -hmm. the odds on the Powerball are something like one one in forty three million. Like you're better off buying the Powerball than you are entering the Publishers Clearinghouse. So then <laughs> someone posts on my blog where I talk about don't bother; it's a waste of time. Saying, "Well, you teach the law of attraction. If I set my mind to it, I should be able to manifest it." And I'm like, you know, technically he's right. Yeah, okay, yeah. go ahead. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. who go might have stopped you, it. right? <laughs> I yeah. would like to see this. Yeah. Well, I mean, some, show me that's that you really, can win it, but I think is it, most people have doubt in there. Which yeah. is well, one of my things. Or they're about manifesting it. from fear, or they're manifesting from low self-esteem. Because in his brain, a lot of people would say, "Well, I want to win the lottery. Why do you want to win the lottery? Well, I want to win the lottery, so I have this and this and this. Well, why do you want that? A lot of people want that stuff because then they'll feel they're enough. Yeah. So if you yeah. feel you're enough first, which is something I believe Helene did, but didn't vocalize it or know to talk about it, because remember, she taught this 50 years ago, yeah. that if you feel you're enough before you start, stuff will manifest because you're not trying to manifest from a wound or a void or a hole. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, I have one more question before we end our show today. Do you think the people, I, I, look, I don't know. Do you think the people that win on the publishing clearinghouse, that that's real? Is it real? Oh, it is real. Oh, it's real. And I know okay. it's real because years ago, they, they used to always give out prizes. It was never a scam, mm -hmm. but the rules weren't clear. And so they got taken to court and they had to pay out I can't remember. I have to go back and look at the history. But they they had to change the rules. That's why the odds are worse now than they ever were. Mm -hmm. um, because they had to go and make the rules extremely clear on your odds of winning and what you had to do to win. And there is no purchase entry. Like you, um, People thought that if they bought magazines, they would have better odds of winning. Legally, they you the odds should be the same whether you make a purchase or you use the no purchase entry option in the rules. And so that was made more clear mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, in today's rules. Like if you read today's rules from the ones that they used to do, these ones are much more concise and um, you have a better understanding of your responsibilities and what you have to do to enter without making any purchase. So that's, right, that's right. what it is. But I, I just, um, so people do win. They can't not win. Otherwise they wouldn't be allowed to run. Yeah. Like okay. it would be illegal. 
Like there mm-hmm. are laws in place that if you're going to run a sweepstakes, you have to have specific rules. And there's actually lawyers that specialize in promotional law, just like somebody's oh, interesting. Yeah. in state law or, or corporate law or, you know, there's all these different types of law. There are lawyers that specialize in promotional law and write rules that follow the laws of the state and the country. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because if you have a, if someone's, yeah, if someone's not following the law, you can report them to the attorney general mm-hmm. and they have to, yeah, they could be investigated. So it, it, it's a, the rules are a legal and binding contract between the sponsor and the entrant that can right. be taken to court, which is exactly what happened to Publishers Clearinghouse. They got taken to court because the rules weren't clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they do, you, they do win. But like I said, I just don't, I, I do better in my local sweepstakes. It's concentric circles, right? The smaller the right, circle, right. the smaller right. the entry pool, the better your odds of winning. Right. And if you're doing it, right, exactly. And if you're doing it to have fun um, and not be attached to the outcome and get all depressed about, you know, I'm doing the publishing clear, what a publisher's clearinghouse and I'm not winning. Uh, you know, you don't want to get depressed, right? It's supposed to be fun. <laughs> that's a, well, that's like true. The lottery, I, it's supposed to be fun. Uh-huh. And I do tell people, I get, I get sometimes people going, well, I entered three giveaways and I didn't win. Mm-hmm. Well, giveaways now aren't the same as when Helene did it. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> she right. was very targeted in her entries and she would win them, but it was also way different back in the day. You know, yeah. I enter a lot to win some yeah. and maybe, yeah. uh, right. And so mm-hmm. I call it January at the gym. People go, okay, I'm going to go in. I'm going to win all these giveaways. And they enter all these giveaways and they don't win and they give up. And it's like, well, you can't go to the gym three days and wonder why you don't look like the rock. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Persistence. Right? Persistence. Yeah. Right. It, it's mm-hmm. consistency over time. And it's the same with sweepstakes. If you enter consistently over time, you will win. Everybody I know who takes the hobby seriously mm-hmm. wins. Everybody. Awesome. I have never awesome. not seen it work. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. Well, um, we've come to the end of our time. Maybe have to have another call in the future, but I do. (laughs) I put into the website your, I put into the chat where people can find you. And I'm also going to put it onto the YouTube video that I have and onto the podcast at the end. So people can find you also. And I'm going to highly encourage everybody to go over and check out Carolyn's work, get her book, get Helene's book, really intentionally manifest and have fun. And if there's anything that you'd like to share before we call it a day. Uh, no, I think you've covered it all. It's just, you know, uh, the same as the title of my first book. You can't win if you don't enter. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have to tell a joke, okay? I'm sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> a guy came up to God, Jacob went to God and said, God, God, please, please let me win the lotto. Let me win the lotto. And then, do you know this joke? And then, Yeah, I love it. Okay, yeah. And then he comes back the next day, God, God, I need you to let me win the lotto. Please let me win the lotto. And still nothing. And then goes to God the third day, God, please, 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 I need to win the lotto, please. And then God speaks to him and says, buy a lotto ticket. 
I give me a break or something. <laughs> give me a break, Jacob. Buy a lotto ticket. All right. So basically, yeah, I want to win. I want to win. But you do nothing, right? So anybody who wants to win, you got to get in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to take action. Helene took action. That's you know, she did go out there and she did enter. She physically entered the sweepstakes. She would spend time enter, you know, doing the mail-ins mm-hmm. and listening mm-hmm. to the radio. And she didn't just sit there on her couch. Oh, I want to win. <laughs> she, she, right. She. She did the actions required. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Caroline, thank you so much for being my guest here and for my listeners. And uh, it was such a pleasure. I will be in touch with you so that we can reconnect and get you back on. And everybody head on over to the websites and follow Carolyn wherever she is and go make magic this month. It's been, it's a fabulous month for magic and manifesting. So thank you, Carolyn. Thank you. And thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. This is so fun. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.